So Ninja, one of our producers, the other day finds out that she is saying what wrong? Reef. Reef. Like a Christmas reef. You know, the reef that you put on the store, on the door. What? Reef. A reef? A reef. Like the, like the coral reef where the fish swim? No, no, the Christmas reef. Christmas reef. It's not reef. It's, what is it? It's wreath. What is it, Jake? Wreath. With a T-H, not an F. And so, listen, it sounds the same to me. Reef, reef. It sounds the same. You say it really fast. No. no. But we all have our we all have our words. I can't judge. Some of them do. What did your mom and dad say? Did they say reef, Ninja? I I can't I can't remember. I get I, I, I learned it from somewhere, so maybe. But you've been saying it your whole life. It's and just so much harder to put the th in there. The wreath. Wreath. It's like yeah. an extra syllable. All the energy. Yeah. Then you Ooh. spit all over the place girl. when you hold it all out like that, right? <laughs> all the energy. So it takes. listen, I said air conditioner for air conditioner when I was growing up. My oldest would say miles power instead of miles per hour. Yeah, but these are kids. That would that would be 50 miles power. On the other hand, Harlan has quite the word for, what is it? Endeavor. Endeavor. I was at the zoo and I thought all the animals were named Endeavor. And then my husband looked at me as we were walking our children, fully grown. And I, he said, honey, it's not an Endeavor. It's an Endeavor. And it's what the animals are going on. It's not the name of the They're animals. They're going on an endeavor. It's not the, and now here is an endeavor. An, How did an, you say? Endeavor. An endeavor. An endeavor. I was Here's an endeavor sure in its habitat. This is why I don't judge other people when they say things wrong, because my vocabulary is not good either. My son said lever last night. For what? For a lever. For a lever? A and lever? I said, I said, buddy, it's called a lever. And he goes, no, it's not. It's a lever. Yeah, just like the uh, endeavor. That there is. And then Ninja's brother, what does he say for spaghetti? Biscetti. Well, I, he used to. He's 19 now, but he would say biscetti. Yeah. Hmm. So it happens, right? All the time. What are those words that we all mispronounce? We all? You do it too. No, I don't. I get every word right. You're listening to Rob and Liz in the morning. His radio. All right. Lynette is here at 800-447-7234. What's the word that is mispronounced in your family? So my kids used to call, one of my kids used to call a sandwich a sandwich. I've heard that. Yeah. That's a great one. Kids have a hard time saying things sometimes. Everybody's got a word. My mom used to say ruin instead of ruin. Don't ruin it. Like ruining it. Ooh, right? That's a good one. Ruin. My son reminded me, he called me during the break, and he reminded me that he said this last week. He said, Mom, my chili hurts. My achille hurts. And I said, what is an achille? And he pointed to his Achilles tendon. Oh. Uh, he said, it's an achille and it hurts. Yeah, it's great with hot sauce. You're listening to Rob and Liz in the morning. On his radio. Andy's here at 800-447-7234 thinking about the words that you say that you don't say quite right. What is it for you, Andy? There is a road called Jalapa Road. J-A-L-A-P-A Road. Well, there's a uh, construction sign um, that says that that road is closed. Well, going to work one morning, I wasn't thinking, and I looked at the construction sign, and as there's only a few letters that you can put on the road sign, they had combined jalapa and road together. 
And I thought to myself, I looked at the sign and I said, where is Jalapard? <laughs> and I was like, I was like, where in the world is Jalapard? I have never heard of Jalapard. And it didn't dawn on me until I got to work that it was actually Jalapa Road exit. You're listening to Rob and Liz in the morning on his radio. I don't know if you've ever lost your car in a parking lot. <laughs> yes. Yeah, Brandy has too. And here's the thing. Brandy was working at the Phoenix Raceway. She's volunteering at a concession stand because they're raising money for her daughter's softball team. And it's cool that people can do that yeah. at these concession stands. They get like a percentage of it. So she is the last one out. It's 8 o'clock at night. It's dark. And where she parked, the parking lot was over a mile away. Oh, wow. So this poor thing, I mean, she's walking, it's dark, she's getting emotional because she can't find the car, it's cold. This dude drives up and says, hey, you need some help? And she's like, I normally don't get like this, but I got so emotional, I started crying. I get in the guy's back seat of his car. Oh, well, by that point, you're so tired, you're like, what? Yeah, Whatever. he's like, we're going to find your car. And so they drove all over in the parking lot, finally found the car, and she's like, Phew. Oh, thank you so much. Hey, listen, do you like NASCAR? Because I, I, I've got a volunteer NASCAR shirt. Do you want the NASCAR shirt? The guy turns around, and it's Jeff Gordon. No, it's not. The, the guy who races, Jeff Gordon. She tried to give him a little volunteer shirt. <laughs> oh, that's like, cute. Oh. So then she took a selfie and posted it on her Facebook. Of course she did. Okay, I get lost in the parking lot too. Jeff Gordon going to pick me up. Robin Liz in the morning. On his radio. Evidently... David Crowder. You know Crowder. This guy, Crowder. Oh, oh what Love a song. Love it. The dude has some nice digs. Yeah. You know? Yeah. He lives in Atlanta. And evidently, his digs, his house, is so nice that Marvel decided, hey, let's film a scene here for an upcoming special for Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas. They marveled at his house. Evidently. Nicely done. Uh, thanks. Harrelin with a dad joke. So, and they did. So they literally filmed at David Crowder's house. This guy, David Crowder's house. They literally filled a scene for Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special. So if you want to see where the artist lives, you can watch the Christmas special, I guess, and see his nice house. They break a window in it, though, which makes me a little nervous. Poor dude. And all, you know, when when Marvel hits your house, it's kind of a mess. Well, and here's the thing. If you do wind up watching it and streaming this Christmas special, the Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special, it's a holiday special, they call it. I say Christmas, sorry. Um, it's it's Kevin Bacon's house in the in the special. It's supposed to be Kevin Bacon's house. Yeah, that but it's literally David Crowder's house. Well, everybody's a certain degree away from Kevin Bacon anyway, so you yeah. might as well live in Kevin Bacon's house. Rob and Liz in the morning. His radio. Let me tell you, rules are meant to be broken, and this game is no exception. So Uno came out and said, when you're playing Uno, if you are. You've got the draw four down. The next person is not allowed to put that draw four down. So the next person draws eight. It's a no-no. It's a no-no. I'm playing it wrong. And that's what Uno says. Uno had to tweet about it because so many people are up in arms about this. But let's be real. My family, we will make up our own rules. What? And we will fight every time we play. We play all the time. And we play 
the most weird rules ever. Like what? And then they change in the middle. Well, you have to be quiet on a seven. It's like spicy uno is not is a version of it where you make up like eight or ten rules. So like you have to be quiet on a seven. If it's a six, everybody slams it. You get the pile. You have to pick up five, whatever it is. Or you pick up until you can play or um, you don't. There, there's a million rules. That you just make up. So why do they think now? Well, okay, now I've got questions. Okay, now first question. Okay. Okay. I've always drawn one card if I don't have the right card. Well, Are then, you supposed to draw more? I mean, I you have to pick up until you can play. Pick up until you play. Yeah, that's horrific. You could end up with a stack of cards. It's the whole point of playing Uno is how many cards can I stick you with? Yeah. Yeah, but a draw four is a draw four. Yeah, but if I added a draw four on top of that, then you'd have to draw eight. No, no, no. You and cannot stack draw two, draw four cards. Uno just laid down the rule. I mean, they also wrote that in the rules that they put out with the game, but that doesn't mean anybody's been following them. Robin Liz in the morning. On his radio. I don't know if you're into Oregon Trail. That's yeah. an old throwback. That's elementary school all the way. And we're talking like a gaming system, right? So well, what did you play it on? I wouldn't say gaming system. I'd say in elementary school, they had the computer set up in your computer room, and you got to go in once a week and play the games, like Oregon Trail or like... So this was uh, a school thing? Yes. Like, where in the world is Carmen San Diego helped you with social studies, and the Oregon Trail helped you to realize that, like, people took a lot to get out west, and most of them died. So oh, the, the idea wow. was to keep your people alive. You don't That's know about this? What, no. Oh, I never pumped. played this in school. However, it's now coming out on Nintendo. It's coming out on some gaming systems now. Oh, yeah, it is. And it looks throwback. So it's got it's all pixelated and everything. Like you're sitting in the schoolroom doing this thing. I am so... Like, I'm thinking... Christmas all the way for this. My kids have to realize that this is how we played video games and we didn't have to, you know, get people left and right. They died on their own. Well, my son has Switch. I think your yeah. kids mm -hmm. do too, right? So you can get it on Switch. It's on the Microsoft Store, Nintendo, and Steam. I've never heard of Steam, but it's on Steam as well. So those are some great places, but I think there's a lot of life lessons in the Oregon Trail. Like, like what? <laughs> what well, can you learn? Well, like if you don't shoot it, you can't eat it. If your wagon breaks down, you get some kind of disease and die. And if you make it to the end, like you have literally been one of the, I don't know, 10 survivors that made it out west. Wow. In the history. It teaches a lot about how hard it was. Okay. So, I mean, maybe kids need to know life is hard. Rob and Liz in the morning. On his radio. If you are into hot sauce. And I am. In particular, the brand called Red Hot. Yes. Frank's. Frank's Red Hot. Frank's Red Hot. Yes. So how hot is Frank's Red Hot? Um, It's not really that hot. It's more about the flavor okay. of, of the peppers. Because I'm a Tabasco guy. It's Tabasco all the way for me. Okay. No, it tastes good. I'm not different. into Frank's Red Hot. However... Frank's Red Hot is going to really spice up the turkey. By, like, you just put it No, in no, no, no. Puddle. Here's the thing. I don't know if you use an injector. I mean, I don't Like cook, a big so. syringe kind of thing. Ninja, I don't know if Ninja cooks. Ninja, are you like this big, you know, chef? I am, but I don't inject my meat with flavor. Stuff? Yeah. Okay. Well, there's this big syringe. It's a big, you know, and I and I think people have used this in in meals. I'm sure they have. I don't know. So okay. you fill it up, and it's literally red hot will send you the syringe to, and it's a big honking one to inject into the turkey, mm -hmm. the red hot sauce. 
inject it into the turkey and then cook it. That is amazing because they already make the wing sauce and the different things like that. So if you got the flavor that you really like and you put it in there. Hit the original. Whatever it is. It's the original injector. You put it in there. You don't need a puddle on the side. You don't need to look like the weird person that doesn't eat their food without hot sauce. Like It's just in there. So you don't brush it on. You just inject it into this big syringe. Well, you brush it on, it'll cook, and then it won't. You won't taste it anyway, so it's it's and she better said, if it's in there. Didn't she just say she said she doesn't cook? Oh, I don't and know she how knows to cook, this? but I know if it tastes good. Rob and Liz in the morning. His radio. Liz is not here. Harlan is filling in. But here's the thing: if if you spend any time with us in the morning, you'll know that Liz is really into the royal family. Mm-hmm. So into the royal family, and Liz felt it incredibly important for you to know this bit of information. Hey, I'm going to butcher it. So Harlan is tasked <laughs> with letting you know about this bit of information about the royal family. Queen Elizabeth's statue has been unveiled. It is a huge, huge deal right now. King Charles III, he opened it up, I think, yesterday. And just, it's immaculate. Everybody's looking at it. It's the talk of the town. It's a big deal. And Liz really wanted you to know. Yeah. Although Liz would have said lots of other things. Yeah, like, I mean. Like what? What would she say? <laughs> I don't know. It was, well, first of all, it was in honor of the Queen's Platinum Jubilee, and it was a gift from France. Okay. They like their statues. Very nice That's to know. where we got our Statue of Liberty, so now they made the Queen one, too, but it's a statue of her. Not the Statue of Liberty. Right. Okay. Do you see where I'm, I can't, look. Yeah, it's so. The Queen, she got a statue, like, probably. All the other queens. Mm-hmm. And, I don't know. And a story. Rob and Liz in the morning. On his radio. It's like a scene out of Raiders of the Lost Ark. You know when Harrison Ford is running from that ball that's coming after him with all of his might and he's running through the trenches and not to get run over by that big ball. That was like that in the streets of the UK the other night. It was a Christmas ornament, Rob. Just a Christmas ornament, just gone crazy. Not one, but two, wasn't it? So they yes. had this like this big Christmas ornament display. And they had these things are giant sized Christmas ornaments. And the, one got loose. And went going down the streets of the UK. It hit a car. A car was like had to move out of the way. It's going down the streets of the UK. Luckily it was like two in the morning. So not a lot of traffic. And but- only one guy on a bike. But enough with this massive ball coming at you. I bet they did feel like Harrison Ford. Right? Except with more festivity. Yeah, it was all Christmas. It was crazy. And, (laughs) I mean, it looked like a giant Christmas ball ornament that is on your thing. And, And the thing is so big, it goes up to the first story of the buildings it's going by. When it's rolling down the road and bumping into walls and running over cars. It wasn't heavy, so it didn't crush anything. It must have been like a, I don't want to say helium. It would have floated away. But it was like a big blown up ball that was covered in some kind of ornament paper. Yeah, but it doesn't matter what it was made out of. When it's going that fast down, it's going to get something. It's going to mess up some things. Thankfully, nobody was hurt. 